Well, welcome back, everybody, to MarTech Zone interviews. On today's show, I have uh, Owen from the Video Marketing School. Owen and I actually go way back, and uh, and his new school has several coaches, and he basically helps people, uh, businesses, leverage YouTube for leads. This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr. Well, welcome back everybody to MarTech Zone Interviews. I have a good friend of mine uh, across the uh, across the country. Of course, it's snowing there and it's snowing here. So yeah. um, now people are going to know that we uh, recorded this in the winter, uh, but killed it. You get destroyed. Cut. Yeah. Go back. <laughs> rewind. You know, this is actually my first winter in in a winter town. I've lived in Southern California my entire life, and I'm kind of a bro dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we all call each other bro and dude. And I realized that as I moved out here. Uh, now I'm in Salt Lake City, and um, big YouTuber community out here is a big career move to come out here. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you got to go to L.A you know, Hollywood, New York to make it as a YouTuber, but really Salt Lake City and Orem or Provo County have the, just the top YouTubers in the world live out here. And so it's exciting to be out here, except for there's all this ice on the ground. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like a daily walker. I'm a jogger. And so like this, this is a shock to my system, but I'm pumped to be out here. And it's it's good to be on your show again. It's been a while. It has been way too long. And, and, and for people that don't know, uh, Owen actually coached one of my clients that this has to be a decade ago or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a, a wonderful lady that had uh, has a daughter with Down syndrome. And she basically wanted to get the word out on, you know, basically having a normal lifestyle and everything uh, for Sarah and Owen helped them. And I, I'm not kidding. They had they had produced yeah. I don't know, probably a dozen videos or something and right. used, they used high school kids to record and everything yeah. else, but they got them on YouTube and they were just kind of stuck. And, right. and so we had met online, uh, maybe, maybe even, maybe I even saw you at social media marketing world or something. I think so. I think we had met personally yeah. at that point. And we, I mean, we turned that channel around. She went to get, she got oh hundreds God, of thousands yes. of views on some of these videos. But I, I think what the real win with that channel was that um, she became a professional YouTuber. Exactly. You know, um, and, and she began to build other people's channels and, and kind of like understood the game of YouTube. And that's, that's really the message that we bring forth. You know, there's a lot of people that have like this talent for, you know, making um, soda can art you know, or, or just something random, or maybe there's like this great, you, you know, 22 year old beauty beautician who, who does some really great videos. But what about the rest of us? Right, what right. about the rest of us that have entrepreneurial businesses? We're coaches, uh, you have a karate studio, um, you know, maybe you're even an enterprise level company and you're thinking like, man, we are just not like everything we upload to YouTube tanks. You yeah. know, how do, how do we as a business grow on YouTube? And that's the solution that um, that, that we provide. And we've always provided that solution. You know, I, I went to college for media. I wanted to be a, a reporter uh, on the news. But when they gave us those cameras, you know, they gave us the cameras at, in college and they're like, hey, here's the rule. Like, you can't use these for any kind of commercial purposes. And me being this like closet entrepreneur, I'm like, the only thing I'm going to use this for is commercial <laughs> purposes. You know, they wanted to make me this. They would say, hey, go make this piece on, you got to make a chase scene. There's any kind of chase. And you got to show that you can do these sequences. And so I did that in a day. 
And, and then I went out and I, I knocked on doors um, out here in, well, out there in San Diego. And I knocked on doors and I said, Hey, I'll make you a YouTube video for your, for your business for $20 right now, you know? And, and that's obviously a, a loss leader that, that turned into, can you make me five more? Can you help me with my Facebook ads? Can you, you know, help me use video to, to do more? And so we have always been focused on the entrepreneur and even the enterprise level company. We've worked with fortune 500 companies on how to build a YouTube strategy so that you're not guessing so that, you know, Hey, if I do this, I'm going to get a result. And, and we love doing it. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a huge difference there too, right? I mean, I, I love yeah. YouTube and uh, truth be told, if I had more, I, I mean, I'm just a, I love writing. And so I write so much yeah. that it shrinks my time. And and so from an effectiveness standpoint, I stick with writing, you know, and I dabble in video, you know, you've seen probably some sure. of the terrible ones that I've done, but, but, uh, but, yeah, but awful. They're yeah. horrible. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, but, but, but it's just a matter of time, right. And constraints. And so maybe, maybe we can talk about that yeah. you know, is, uh, you know, if you're a business and I know it works, I, I absolutely, I have a customer right now that has two brands on the same YouTube channel. And yeah. I, all I did was uh, my job was to work on their second brand that they're just launching. Okay. So I went back and all I did was optimize everything, intros, outros, uh, transcribed it, uh, captioned it, uh, put great descriptions, put links, you know, in their YouTube description, everything else. Guess what? Yeah. The three videos out of the 40 odd videos on their, on their YouTube channel now are driving tons of traffic back. To That's great. And all That's it great. was, was I learned that from you, you know, I learned, yeah. you know, Hallelujah. Hey, yeah. You know, and, and so you know, for, for companies that don't realize YouTube is the second largest search engine still today. And it is. Pe- and, and people are searching for how to's and business services. Yeah. And, and YouTube is, YouTube is also surfacing results based on your geolocation. Right. And this, this is sort of something that TikTok has really mastered, you know, and, and what's important to know from, from like a top down standpoint is whenever something new comes to the social media space, right? Like TikTok came, and, and they'll start showing you TikToks from your town. And they do that intentionally so that you're, you're building this local sort of tribe. Well, YouTube has sort of been doing that. But since TikTok came out, they've really been overemphasizing that. So especially for a local business or a brick and mortar, you know, you can be using terms like in Tucson or in Ohio or in Cincinnati or in Kansas City, whatever the case might be, uh, to get more local traffic. And you're, you're, you're likely to get more of that. But you know, that's only one piece of the puzzle, right? This is right. what we talk about a lot. Is we talk about like YouTube search, but it's important to know that that search is only 10% of YouTube's total daily visitors. Wow. Okay. And 90% is from suggested videos, which means that people are coming onto the platform, whether it's they're searching for something or it's like, let me see what's on YouTube today. You know, a lot of, a lot of our, our customers, you know, they go to YouTube the same way we go to Netflix. You know, it's like, oh, let's go see what's on Netflix. You know, oh, Queen's Gambit, I'll, I'll watch that today. The Office, I'll watch that today. People are going to YouTube, right? And they're seeing, oh, Colin's Key, I want to watch that. Or, oh, Mr. Beast is up, I want to watch that. And so what, as a business owner, what you need to do is sort of identify the core silos in which you're going to make videos and then become religiously committed to making those videos. So here's an example. You know, you're going to find some search terms and you're going to make videos around those search terms. And these are going to be designed to bring in traffic from 
an ideal audience. So whether it's local, which is going to be some of the people listening, or whether it's national, right? You want to think about like, for example, if you serve women a keto product, a keto diet type of product or, or various products, you know, you're going to want to do videos like keto secrets for women as opposed to like keto secrets that will knock your socks off, right? right. Because you're trying to identify an audience on YouTube and that audience, if you want them to convert to customers, you want them to be, you know, in, in that customer base. So think about your audience like a dartboard, okay? And then the customer is the bullseye, right? Now, for any of you guys that play darts, you know that not every game is centered on hitting the bullseye every time. You want to score points. You want to get a triple 17, right? If you guys ever played cricket, you want to hit 17 three times in the double, the triple, and the single in order to move past 17. And YouTube's the same way. It's like, you, you got to just, first of all, just get some videos on the dartboard, right? It's not about like, we, I see a lot of business owners like, how to buy from me right away and spend the most money. You know what I mean? Like how to buy my highest selling product, Right. And you forget like these people watching, they're not customers yet. They're audience first. And so you've got to create, you know, content that one people are searching for. Right. They're searching for it. So they're coming on to YouTube. But then you need to have this second silo. And we actually recommend four to seven silos over the course of a lifetime of a channel. But you need to have a second silo that's now suge being suggested to them once they're there. Right. So they're watching one video on like, you know, um, um, uh, what's the best power company in Texas to now they're watching another video called like um, how how solar uh, can power your house for less. Right. This is not a high search engine topic, but it could be suggested to them. And so having that strategy in place, I think, is pivotal. I, I love that. And I, you know, this the synonymous kind of strategy that I talk to people about when they're starting, you know, a corporate blog is defining kind of their guidelines and basically saying, if I was going to build a content library that attracted somebody yeah. to me, built yeah. credibility with me, not necessarily my products or services, just, just that they see me as an expert or they see me as someone that's trustworthy. What are the 10 or 12 topics that I would write about? And yeah. then, and then make sure you do a darn good job writing about those. And, yeah. and if you do a great job, exactly what you said, people are going to come back. So I love that because it, 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 it absolutely works and it works well. Yeah. Building credibility and building likability, you know, I think is, is a big part of that. And, you know, five years ago I was diagnosed with, um, thymoma cancer and it's this really rare cancer, uh, that, that grows from your thymus gland. So I went through the whole process, right? Surgery, chemo, radiation. And at a lot of time I had my business. I think we knew each other at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you were I, an inspiration online. Well, thank you. Yeah. I kept going. Cause I was like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop. I had to keep going. And so, you know, one week out of the month, I was chemoed out and I couldn't do anything. And so during that week, I would just watch shows, I would watch YouTube shows over and over and over again. What I was trying to do was find the formula, you know, because I noticed that when, you know, I was at the time I was watching um, Cheers and Frasier, you know, I was just geeking out on these shows and I was never allowed to watch Cheers as a kid, you know, nine o'clock time for kids to go to bed. You know, you guys can't <laughs> watch this show. And then I would stay up and listen to my parents just roaring, you know. Uh, all, you know, through the show. So, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm like 30 years old, I'm watching, I'm watching Cheers. And, you know, I noticed that Cheers and Frasier, you know, have the same kind of format, right? It's like opening joke. Um, and then it would be the theme song, like a catchy theme song. And then we would come back to the show, do some plot development commercial, 
right? And then you come back from commercial. It's sort of like the the plot development and the climax. And then right at that cliffhanger, there's another commercial. And then the show ends. And then while the credits are going, there's sometimes like a last minute joke. There's something like a usually unrelated to the show, but there's like this last minute. I'm like, man, they all have this same formula. So what is the formula for a successful YouTube business video? Right. And that became sort of like the inve- the adventure of, of that of that summer for me. And what we discovered was the great video formula, and that's the G-R-E-A-T formula. And so this formula is designed for when you're in front of the camera, right? You have this experience, you have this expertise in your business. Maybe you're a coach, you're, you're a marketing manager for a big, you know, Skyrise company. But what do you say on camera, right? Like what, how, okay, so I know I'm going to make a video about X, but how, how the heck do I do that? You know, and I see keynote speakers struggling with this a lot because keynote speakers sort of deliver a video as they would a keynote. But you forget one thing. It would be rude for the audience sitting down in a live event to get up and leave within the first 10 seconds on a video. No one's ever going to see him X out because you got this long winded story about when you were seven. Right. So kind of like the story I'm telling you now, but my point is this, the great <laughs> a podcast, video, they're not exactly, leaving. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many, how many viewers did we lose right there? Yeah. Uh, the, the great video formula, G R E A T. It's designed to take your expertise and funnel it down into a consumable video. Cause at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about the viewer, right? It's about them. And so what the great video formula does is it grabs attention. It relates to the viewer. You explain your solution to the problem. You provide some actual proof and then you tell them what to do next. You know, that's And so now you take your expertise and you just filter it through. Okay, how do I grab their attention? I'll say this, then say it. You recorded it, you got it. Now, how do I relate to them and relate to their problems? Well, I'll say this, you know, so it's designed so that you never have to script out a video again and you never have, you never get caught rambling again. And you can grab that uh, for free. We have a whole template for that at the video marketing school.com. Uh, you can click on our blog and, um, and just scroll down to our script templates and you can get a template for that. And, and uh, it's very helpful for just spitting out videos right and left, you know, and getting them done. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and, and so um, that's what to say now, yeah. The physical aspect of recording a video. Yeah, you know, you're you're a business, and obviously you don't have a a studio like you have, and you don't you don't you maybe don't have the equipment, and maybe you don't even have budget for the equipment. You know right. where 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 do you recommend people start? Because I I will say this: one is uh, we're on a Zoom call right now, and I'm recording that. So one is uh, Owen just has a absolutely beautiful picture on his, and uh, obviously probably. 4k streaming at one, you know, at 1080. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and then both of us obviously have great microphones, which I think is, is important as well. So yeah. where does a company start just to kind of get that, that level set? Yeah. So I appreciate your compliments and, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, but you know, I wish the audience could see where we're at. Cause I'm, I'm up against the wall right here and I have some, some black foam that I brought from wish this whole wall cost me about 20 bucks. Right. of foam. And it's not amazing foam. I really just got it for the look, but you could, okay. So it start for me, it started in my kid's bedroom and, and I, I put a brick wall backdrop. I went to Amazon and, and you just Google brick wall backdrop and you can get these vinyl, 
you know, f- photograph Olin Mill styles, you, you know, backdrops like photography. So you can get like, you know, green grass you can get a sunset. Some of those kind of fake to me. Right. So I just got a brick wall. And then on the other wall, I just painted it blue, kind of like this one here. But I was in a very small corner, maybe like five feet by five feet in the corner of my son's bedroom. So if I were to flip this camera around, you would see a big empty room over here because I'm in a different room now. Right. But but you don't need a lot of room to create a video creation station. And that's that's what I think every business needs to have. Now, some businesses, you know, you're going to probably have a videographer or some staff member with some more creative experience. And for that person, I say, you know, go for it. Like do, do what's inspiring you to do. You still need to have a content strategy and an optimization strategy because like good video does not a successful channel make. Right. You know, like if every, like if, if good videographers was all it took, then every videographer would be famous. But, you know, 99% of the videographers I know are broke, right? Because a good video does not make a channel. You need to have message and delivery and cadence and all these different things. And these are things that we teach in our program, right? But every business owner should have at least a video creation station. Normally that's going to be at your desk, right? So you're going to get a camera, a webcam or a camcorder. I do not recommend DSLRs. And the reason for that is that camcorders do they never they're 4K. They will never overheat. I have left this cam. First of all, I've had this camera for like three years. I've I've built some of the, the most successful shows on Facebook Live with this camera right here. In fact, we were recognized two years in a row at Social Media Marketing World as having like being the the leader in how to create live stream shows for for businesses. One of the shows that we made with this camera was for a Fortune 200 company power company providing power to 23 states man like wow and we're using a camcorder right which which you never have to adjust the lens it's always in 4k it's always on it plugs right into your computer gives you just a really great a really great picture now you could also use like a logitech brio and that's yep. that's like a 120 uh, webcam connects via usb and it's in 4k all right. So even though they, the audience won't see it in 4K because, you know, you, you know, the Facebook degrades it and YouTube sort of filters it, uh, it'll still be the highest quality video. I'll tell you this, the plumber down the street's not doing anything better. Right. So right. so at your desk, you want to have a scenario where you have a microphone and a camera all ready to go. See, like I got this mic on a, on a stand so I could just kind of pick it up, you know, and like and like push it off to the side. But when, when now you've got a video creation station, so you've got, you've got your desk where you normally work. So you're here all day long and you're answering emails and you're answering maybe phone calls or texts that come in and you go, wow, I should just, I should answer that question on video. So a customer texts you and says, Hey, like, I don't understand why you're charging me for this carburetor tooth. I'm making stuff up here, but you know, (laughs) the whole idea is that's a great question. So before you answer the guy, you know, you turn, you, you turn your camera on, you turn your microphone on and you say, Hey, everybody, I just got a great question from a customer. Why do I need to pay for a carburetor tooth? Well, that's a great question. And not a lot of people understand what a carburetor tooth is, but it's essential for your carburetor, even working. It's kind of like the heart of your carburetor. So I'm going to talk about that today and more on Owen, the mechanic. You know, and then you you kind of you kind of go into to the 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 process, and then you you go and you answer the guy's question, or you send him the dang video that you just created. Right. You know, right. so right. I I would uh, definitely like encourage uh, you guys to get Loom. Oh, love it! Yeah, love right. L O O M. It can record your whatever camera is plugged in and your desktop 
at the same time, or you can record one or the other. So when you're ready to record something, like you just record it on Loom, you get it done, send it to the customer, and then you can, you know, download it, maybe trim it a little bit and just, and then get it on YouTube for the, for the real deal. But the video creation station, having a video set up ready wherever you are working the most is the most important thing you can do. Now that leaves sort of a background issue, right? Like, like what do you do with your background? And for that, I would say, you know, if you have a blank wall behind you, like I do, right? Like I bought a TV from, from Costco because it was, they're so affordable, right? And I, I use it for PowerPoints and stuff like this. There's a TV behind me, but you know, Doug, the real reason I did that is because I am not an interior designer and like buying shelves, you know, all the YouTubers have shelves behind them and like <laughs> fluorescent light that just seemed like a lot of work. And so it's like, you know, for 200 bucks, I get a TV and I can put a shelf on this screen if I wanted to, you know, and make it look really cool. So I blank wall and a TV, but if you, you know, get, here's what I say to business, clean up the mess right? Make it look not so messy and nobody's going to care because look, I logged in to learn about a carburetor tooth. I really, really don't care about the, uh, you you know, the animated figurines that are on your shelf or, you know, that, that, that half drinking cup of coffee that's, that's still on your computer tower, whatever the case is, I'm not that interested in it. So don't distract them with a disgusting background, straighten up a little bit, you know what I mean? And, and be in a place where you can shoot video, at any time when inspiration hits you. I, I love that just because that's that's what makes it easy, right? That's, yeah. you, if you have to pull out all the equipment, set up your stage, everything else, you're gonna- Focus, inst- you're gonna, focused in. Yeah, you're gonna instantly just go, this is a pain in the ass and I'm not burnout. doing this anymore. Burnout from day yeah. one. And we're, you know, we're business people, right? We're entrepreneurs. And so like the creative- Right. Who, who I, you know, I think at my soul, I'm a creative. I was always in theater and I was always in these types of things, but we were also really poor. And my mom made sure to remind us how poor we were constantly. And my dad was more of that. You can be anything. You can do whatever you want kind of thing. My mom was always like, you're a dirtbag. You're a poor SOB, you know, from the heart of Long Beach, you're not going anywhere in life. You know, that was, that was sort of the upbringing I had. So, you know, a lot of my motivation for years came from like proving, proving her wrong, yeah. you know, if I get deep into my psychosis, my dad and I continue to be like best friends to this day. But here's the thing. Here's the thing is that you need to be in a place where you can crank these things out in a very small amount of time because a creative will spend hours editing a video. It's their opus, right? It's their, it's their creative passion, right? David wasn't in, or, or was it Michelangelo wasn't in a hurry to carve the statue of David. He took his time, right? Sistine Chapel took 16 years as business owners. Our time is our money. Our time is our margin, right? And so we're looking at, okay, how quickly can I get this done? And that's the way that I want you to think. I want you to think about an MVP, right? A minimum viable product. What is, what is the fastest, highest quality, lowest cost video that I can produce on a regular basis, you know, to start this channel? And if you go forward with that attitude, you're going to find that it's very quick videos delivering content you're sure of, you know about, you're not always going to be passionate about it. There was all these talks today about like, oh, do what you're passionate about. Mike Rowe, who was one of my heroes says, hey, do what makes money, you know, like, you know, and then 
then do do your passion with what's left. You know, and and if you see his video, you understand where he's coming from. But here's the thing: like, I'm passionate about YouTube. I'm sure if you're a mechanic, there's parts of auto that you're still passionate about. You know what I mean? The trick is to like be in a place where when when you have this passionate idea, you turn on your camera and go. But also when you get an email from a customer that would make a really great search video, you can just turn it on and 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 uh, film that as well. You don't want to be in a place where you're like waiting for the muse. Right. Right. Fantastic. That is outstanding advice. Now, um, intros, outros, should people be worried about them? Uh, you know, um, you know, obviously a big part of YouTube too is, uh, subscriptions. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. You know, we actually have a product on our website called video branding elements. And we, I feel like this is the most important product ever to sort of hit the, hit the market. And yeah, nobody knows about it, but essentially it's like, you're watching a video, like you're watching the news and the news anchor's name comes across the bottom of the screen, right? Or you're watching, you know, uh, um, two people and like, they both have their names at the bottom of the screen, but there's also like an American flag sort of in the background and, and maybe like a ticker at the bottom with all the latest news coming from Congress or whatever the case might be, right? These are overlays or what we call video branding elements. And these these things really make your video stand out and look spectacular. So we offer a product called Video Branding Elements where we take your logo and your brand colors and we turn them into overlays that you can drag and drop into all of your videos. Oh, nice. So yes, I believe in intros and I believe in outros, but I'll say that with this disclaimer is that as brands and as companies, I feel like these things are essential. So for example, you know, I have a three second intro that I put in front of all of my videos and there's this little tiny theme song. It's Owen video. Like it's this rock jammer guy. I found the most, the raddest guy on Fiverr to record this for me, but it, it was a Fiverr gig. I mean, it's cost me 25 bucks to make. Right. Yeah. Um, but I made this little, this intro and it's, it's when I go to conferences, that's what people, people go, Owen video they sing the song back at me. So, you know, that's kind of what you want, right? So if you're a YouTuber and you're building like a, you, you know, a, a how to make bead necklaces channel, I may say, skip the intro and just go right into the bead tutorial. But as a business, I think that it's really important that you give your audience something that's three seconds, not this 15 second thing, a three second thing. That's just got like, like the NBC peacock from the, the night. It was like, ding, ding, ding. And when I hear that, like you still think NBC, right? So you want to give your audience something like that. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, oh, I need to find a scientific music guy. Just go to a Fiverr gig and, yeah. and fi or order our video branding elements. You, you know what I mean? And we'll make not only the intro for you, but we also make an outro because the last 20 seconds of every YouTube video that you upload to YouTube gives you the option to link another video on top of your existing video or to link to your free offer, your, your free consultation, your guide, your PDF guide, whatever it is. So we create these outros so that are 20 seconds long. And all you do is you add them to the end of your video. And then when you upload that video to YouTube, you can simply, there's a feature where you can pick an end card or an end screen. And you, do you want to link to another video? Do you want to link to an opt-in? It gives you the, the options. And so when you, when you couple that with the great video formula, right? G-R-E-A-T is tell them what to do next. Now you say in your video, you say, well, hey, look, if you want to learn more about carburetor teeth, you know, click on this video here and you point. And then on YouTube, the viewer will see 
this yep. other video that they can look or a free guide or a free download. And so I do believe in intros and outros. And, and I do believe in even more sort of these like lower thirds is what we call them, like your name tag at the bottom um, and a half screen graphic. Like I think you need to show pictures and B-roll and that can be kind of tricky. And so we've made some tricks to do that, but you don't need a lot of that stuff. You know, it's, it's really less is more on YouTube. And if you get to this place where you're kind of rambling on, like I've been for this whole podcast, like that's when you need to show some pictures, right? Because it's like, you've been talking for three minutes now, like, you wouldn't sit and stare at someone's face for three minutes. Like show some damn pictures, you know, uh, and get something else on screen. When I think it lends itself to uh, uh, what your original thing was, right? Is if you're a YouTuber, that's a person that's basically making money off of, you know, uh, views off of yes. YouTube. You know, yeah. you're, you're focused on something totally different than a business that's on YouTube. And, yeah. and, and, and to your point, I think what you're saying really makes sense. And that's that you want to tell people enough but you're a business, right? So you want to tell them enough that they're interested in you and then they come back to you and, yes. and they might ask you for your product or your service or subscribe to your newsletter or subscribe to your YouTube channel or whatever, but, but some level of, of engagement beyond that. Whereas, you know, like you said, you don't want to do a two hour video on, on, on something, you know, give them everything that they need to try to prove that, you know, you're the world's authority on it because they're going to fall asleep 10 minutes in. It's true. Yeah, it's really true. And, and that's, you know, what we teach the business owner, the entrepreneur and the marketing director are the four disciplines of YouTube. You know, it's, it's not about all of these things, right? It's not about film school and it's not about a, a soundtrack. And it's not, I get all these questions. Well, what about copyright law? And it's just like, well, who do you plan on plagiarizing? Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, well, nobody, but I was just kind of wondering, it's, it's just like analysis paralysis. There are four disciplines, the programming discipline, the production discipline, promotion and progress. You, you learn how to do those four things and you will have a successful YouTube channel. And that's what we, that's what we do in our, in our training program, the YouTube authority intensive is we go through that process with you. So that, you know, we're holding your handlebars and getting you riding your bike. But, I, you know, I learned this a couple years ago because I would have clients for a whole year. And, and then, you know, the goal at the end of the year is to get them to renew contracts. And, and what I found was that if you give someone a year to do something, they'll take a year to do it. And what we've done is we've, we've shortened our program into a 12-week program. And our, I'll tell you, our results have been through the roof. We had a realtor come on board. He's been on board for maybe a month now. And $31,000 in new commissions in his first month in the program. And that came from just three videos. Oh, that's fantastic. You yeah. know, this guy's got what, like 98 subscribers. So he's a brand new channel. You know, we, we had another client who came on board, already had a pretty good coaching business, but want, like had never done a launch. She's done, she's been with us a year. And she's gone through the program three times, right? Wow. Um, $50,000 launch. Then like three months ago, she did a $117,000 launch. She just did her third launch with us over $150,000 in revenue. And so we um, charged her more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, hey, value-based selling. It's everything. <laughs> it's That's true. You know, it's not about, it's not about fancy videos in media school. It's about four key disciplines. And if you run those disciplines over and over again, you'll get results. Yeah. You know, you'll get yeah. results. And that's what I want every 
a marketing manager and business owner to know about YouTube. Well, that's fantastic. And and where should pe- where can people go for more information and to sign up? Yeah, go to thevideomarketingschool.com and take a look at the homepage. The homepage gives you really two routes. You know, there is the the coaching route where you work directly with me in the YouTube Authority Intensive, and that's the four disciplines that we've been talking about. But we also have a membership site. If you're not quite ready for that type of serious engagement yet, and you just kind of want to learn YouTube, maybe stick your toe in the water, well, we have access to the Video Marketing School, which is a membership site that has over 100 hours hours of YouTube, Facebook Live, how to appear on camera training, just tons of videos. Plus, you get to do a group call with one of the coaches uh, every single month. And so that's, that's I think, a, a big value, uh, a big value as well. But both of those programs can be viewed at thevideomarketingschool.com. Um, and find me on the web. You know, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, fantastic. Well, Owen, I, I, one, I can't recommend you highly enough. Uh, like I said, uh, when I was, when I had this, uh, you know, this wonderful woman that we were helping with her, you know, build out their web presence and she just couldn't get that needle moving. Yeah. Um, your coaching made absolutely all the difference. Uh, that's awesome. So, Thank you. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest testament to anybody. And so I would absolutely encourage people. And I, I and I think the other piece of this is that, um, I, I don't want to talk down about YouTubers. The and what I'm talking about that is the the celebrity gotcha trying yeah. to you know get everything. But business is very much different. And so if you're watching their videos and trying to capture their formula, that's their formula is not you know for them to have a the client walk battle. in the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 so this is this is what's essential from a business standpoint. So thank you so much for joining us today. And and uh, let's not wait another you know few years before we talk to each other. Hey, that's that is a promise, my friend. It's always uh, it's always a pleasure to jump on with you. And and uh, I hope today that the content was just like invigorating. I hope you feel like you took a shower with zest. You know, <laughs> you're feeling zest, zestfully invigorated after this show. That's fantastic. <laughs> all right, Owen. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we will have all of the links in the show notes for you. And I would absolutely encourage you. I'm going to, I'm going to put, you know, also your YouTube channel there as well. So cool. um, thanks again for joining me. Thanks, Doug. Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.